The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. In order to believe the words of Jesus, we must let go of old ideas. We have to change to God's way of thinking. As David said, he said, Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may walk in them. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, Victory Over Weakness. Speak the Word. I'd like to begin with your authority as a believer, because according to Luke 10, 19, you have been given authority here on this earth over all of your enemies. As a matter of fact, you've been given the awesome privilege to use the name of Jesus. And at the name of Jesus, according to Philippians 2, 10, every knee in heaven and on earth and under the earth must bow its knee. And every tongue, not just a few tongues, but he says every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is, is Lord to the glory of the Father. Saints, what does that mean to have power to use the name of Jesus? It means that you can speak to sickness. You can speak to cancer. You can speak to diabetes. You can speak to arthritis. You can speak to your debts. Even as Jesus spoke to everything, so can you. Are you hearing me? If you will, and if you would just confess this after me, if you would, please say, I am anointed. God has poured his spirit out on me. And he has given me power and authority over every demonic spirit. He has given me power over all sickness. He has given me power over all fear. And all doubt. doubt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just think what you just said. You're confessing that you have been given the power and authority over every demonic spirit, over every sickness, over every disease. There's not a spirit that you do not have authority over. Are you hearing me? Saints, you have the authority over every spirit that exists. You have the, the authority and the power over every spirit of fear, every spirit of doubt, every spirit of infirmity, every spirit of strife, every spirit. But in order to do this, you must resist your enemy, Satan. You have been given power and authority in every one of these areas. But the only thing that is preventing you from exercising your authority and, and performing them is because of the enemy putting these doubts in your mind and the fear in your mind that you cannot do it. And when you do do it, he convinces you that it's not working. So he's either convincing you not to do it or he's convincing you that you're doing it, but it's not working. But I want you to know that it is working. But it, it won't work if you don't believe that it's working. You have to believe that it's working. You know... I was listening to Brother Keith Moore. Some of you may know Keith Moore. I think he's an excellent teacher. I found it to be a great reminder of how millions of Christians are not resisting the devil. It's evident in their lives that they are not resisting Satan. 
Even I have not been resisting him like I should. He is very subtle. And it doesn't matter if you're a, a, a preacher or a non-preacher. It doesn't matter who you are. He is so subtle that, you know, he can trick us all. As a matter of fact, last week, uh, I did not resist him for about two days. But, you know, I thank God every day that uh, I'm becoming more enlightened. I have not arrived yet, but every day I'm learning more and I'm learning more and I'm becoming more enlightened to some of his uh, tricks. But I, I had to deal with a situation last week and, and it just really pushed me down. As a matter of fact, I, I kind of understood what David meant when he said, Oh, oh, my soul, why are you so down? Why are you so down? I mean, some of you in here tonight sometimes have been in a position where you would say, Oh, my God, you know, oh, my soul, why are you so down? You know, why are you so down and why are you so hurting? And that's the way I felt. My whole soul was, you know, it was hurting. But I didn't realize that it was it was one of these temptations, you know, that the, that the enemy had brought on me uh, about receiving what he was putting on me. It, it, it was just bringing it on me. And so I, I went through this. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. All my soul, you know, so down. You know, and, and David talked to me and we prayed about it. And then I began to realize what was going on. It's kind of like a light bulb goes off sometimes. And I thought, oh, my goodness. Joe, you need to practice what you preach, girl. <laughs> and so I, I went into my prayer closet and I began to practice what I preach to everybody else. And I began to do that. And when I came out of there, my soul was not down anymore. You know, it was it was up. It was up. Uh, you know, had the situation changed? No. Situation was still the same, but my soul wasn't, you know. If you have your Bibles with you, please turn, if you will, to 1 Corinthians 10.13. This is a verse that I truly believe that many have twisted to say what they wanted to say. Uh, I've even heard uh, pastors uh, say the same thing. But in 1 Corinthians 10.13, I'm going to be reading this coming from the New James, uh, uh, New King James translation. It says in here that no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. In other words, Satan makes you think that you are the only one that has only gone, that has ever gone through what you're going through. Uh, you know, he's always saying, well, you're, you're not the, you know, he makes you feel like that you're the only one, you know, uh, that is suffering in the way that you're suffering or has that situation or, or has that problem. He's only trying to tempt you to feel sorry for yourself. And it's all lies. Are you hearing me? It's all lies. The Bible says that the temptations you are experiencing is common to man. So if God is saying that the temptations that you are experiencing is common to man, that means that you're not the only one that's experiencing that. As a matter of fact, I probably, I know without a doubt, based on the word of God, that I'm not the only one that some, I could say like David, oh my soul, why are you so downcast? There is no reason why your soul should be downcast. You know, I have this body up here, my, my flesh. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a spirit, soul, and body. And my body is the house that I live in. But my body, my house, is not a single occupancy. That's right. 
How many in here's body is not a single occupancy? If you're a born-again Christian, you've got company living in there. You've got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, so your house is not a single occupancy. Right. You've got company living in there. And like I said, he says, the, the temptations that you're experiencing is common to man. That means that others are being tempted the same way. But it also goes on to say in that verse... But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, or maybe I put it, or what you're able to resist. He says, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So he's saying that any time that you go through any, any temptation, any time the enemy is bringing a temptation on you, that there will always be a door. There will always be an exit. There will always be a way out. Are you hearing me? In other words, no matter what comes up, God is faithful and he's made a way out. Saints, you have to resist temptation, whatever that temptation is. Think of it this way. When the Lord says that he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able to resist or endure, it only means that the things that he has allowed you are able to to resist, and that may not set too well with you, but that's what the Bible says. The Bible did not say he would not put more on you than you could endure. He did not say that at all. But he says that he will always make, he is faithful, and if you are tempted in any way, he will always give you a way out. But you also have to understand, if it were a situation, let me put it to you this way. If you are being tempted and you're being tempted with a situation that is too large for you to endure, he would not allow it to come upon you. If that situation, if you're in a situation and if you're experiencing a situation or circumstance now, it is something that you can deal with. You may not think you can deal with it, but you can deal with it. Because if it was too large for you, he would not allow it to happen. This is where that comes in. He would not allow more, you know, he would not allow this to come upon you if you were not capable of taking care of it. He would step in and he would say, Satan, that's enough. You've gone far enough. That's enough. Just back up. He wouldn't take it. You know, I heard somebody give this example and I thought it was a good example. It was talking about these uh, two people. You know, he said that he used to be a boxer uh, uh, and got in the ring. And, and of course, he was a Christian. And, and he said that... Um, that he got, he, he began to realize where God wouldn't bring anything on him that he could not handle, that he did not have it in him, that he'd been not equipped to handle. He said, so if he ever got into a ring with somebody to fight, he didn't have to stump and think about whether he could beat him or not. Because if he was in that, he was in that ring with this person, then he knew that he could beat him. Because if he couldn't beat him, God would have never let him get in the ring. So some of us are going through things that we feel like that nobody else has experienced it and it's too hard for us. And, and a lot of people even think God puts it on us to teach us things, which is far from the truth. But you know, <laughs> saints, temptation comes in many forms. For example, the temptation to fear. For instance, you know, maybe you get a large a large bill shows up in your mailbox one day and immediately you're tempted to be fearful. Or maybe you've received a bad doctor's report and you're tempted to fear. 
You can also be tempted to get angry. You can be tempted to be depressed and you can be tempted to get into strife and you can be uh, tempted to be uh, depressed and oppressed. There's all kinds of temptations that come our way. Uh, maybe you're being pressed and pushed to do something that you should not do. Sometimes we are being tempted by being pressed and, and pressured into doing something that we shouldn't do. But the, the temptation is so strong and it, 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 to make a decision right away, maybe, maybe you're into purchasing a car, maybe you're going to purchase a home, purchase a home or something and the salesperson says to you, it's just on sale today. Only today. And if you don't get it today or if you don't make a decision today, it, it could be anything. I mean, I was just using this as an example. Some of you in here today, might be thinking, well, there's a different thing that you're being pressed, you're being pressed and pushed in to making the decision that you should not do. But I will have a clue for you. Anytime that you are being pushed or pressured into making a decision that you don't really don't know what to do. And and anytime that somebody is trying to pressure you, that is not, it is never of God. God will never put you in a position to where you're being pressured and pushed into a situation to make a decision quickly. God will not put you in that position. So if when you feel like that you get in that position to where you feel like that the enemy, uh, whoever, the enemy is using somebody. If the enemy is using, is, he's using someone because that's how he works is through other people to press you or push you into a situation, then your, your, your best thing is to seek the Holy Spirit. He's your teacher. Always talk to Him. Talk to the Holy Spirit every day. He knows everything. There's nothing that He doesn't know. He knows everything about every situation. He knows everything about every circumstance. So talk to the Holy Spirit. Let Him lead you in, into what decision to make, make Him. And you know, and it can be a strong urge too. I mean, I've, I've been there. I, you know, I, I've had somebody, you know, I've been looking at something, uh, maybe not recently, but I can recall when maybe I was looking at something and, and I was going to buy and, and they were telling me, well, you know, you've got to get it now. You know, it's on sale today or on sale this week. And, and after that, you know, the price is going to go back up again. And, and maybe you're having a hard time making the price where they, it's on sale. And now they're telling you it's going to go back up. And, and so you're just really pressured into making that decision. And like I said, it can be a strong urge to make that decision. But I want you to remember this when, when, whatever that is or who that, whoever that is that's trying to pressure you into making that decision, remember that Jesus was tempted so severely that he sweated blood. He was tempted at all points, the Bible says, but he kept resisting. Luke 22, 44 says, and being in agony, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. He said Jesus was resisting sin, but he never sinned. He never yielded, but he did it for us. Just think the whole thing would be totally different today had he not resisted. You need to find out where the pressure is coming from and then you need to resist it. And the way you're going to resist it is by opening up your mouth. You resist the enemy by opening up your mouth and saying out loud, for instance, if it's fear, you say out loud, fear, I resist you. Doubt, I resist you. 
in the name of Jesus, leave me. I resist you in the name of Jesus. Fear, I, I do not. I resist you. God did not give me a spirit. Begin to quote. Begin to give Satan back what God said. Begin to throw those darts back at him. And say, God did not give me a spirit of fear. But God gave me a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And I, I don't have to be afraid of anything. God said, what can man do to me? You know, he can't do anything to you that we don't allow him. In James chapter 4, verse 7, in the, in the God word translation, it said, So place yourselves under God's authority, resist the devil, and he will run away from you. Some translations, I think in the King James, it says, Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But in this translation, it says, To place yourselves under God's authority, which is resist, you know, submitting to God. When you submit to God, that's what you're doing. You're placing your sails under His authority and you resist the devil. When you, when you submit to God and place yourself under God's authority, then you are giving Him a way to work for you. Do you understand that? When you, when, that's why He wants you to resist Him. Resist Satan. Resist His temptations and place yourself under God's authority. And then he can fight your battles for you if you're resisting. Hallelujah. Saints, God is not shocked when we mess up. It may grieve him, but he still loves you. God knows the ending from the beginning. He knew that you were going to mess up and he picked you anyway. He also knew that you were going to pick him. He also knew you were going to choose him. Most of you don't realize when these thoughts and feelings of temptations come upon you, that they are from Satan. You know, I didn't realize last week, at, right at the beginning, that when these thoughts were coming into my mind, it seemed like they were coming in from every angle. I didn't realize at the time that they were coming from Satan. I just thought, I don't know what I thought. I just know I felt terrible. You know, and, and let me let me tell you some thoughts that he'll put you in your head. He, he'll put so, he, such stupid thoughts in your head. I was laid in bed on the, either the first or the second night of this thing. And, and I felt so bad. My soul was so downcast. I felt so bad that I, I, was, I could understand. I was beginning to get some revelation of what Paul meant when he was saying he didn't know what was better to stay or go home. To be with the Lord. And that, that, that's terrible. And I told David, I, I, David said, well, what's going on? And I said, I can't tell you because I don't want to give life to what I'm thinking. Because the enemy, you know, you can't give life. You have to be careful when he puts these thoughts in your head. You can't give life to them by opening up your mouth. You've got to keep your mouth shut. I knew enough to know that what, that wasn't me. But I also knew enough to keep my mouth shut and not give any life to it. Because if you open your mouth and you give life to it, then he's just going to keep putting more uh, fire on the, more logs on the fire and just make it, make it bigger and harder for you to resist and just keep going on. It's, it's, it, it's amazing how he can just keep dropping those, you know, throwing those little darts at you. He's trying to beat you down. He's trying to get you to the point to where you, you, you just feel like you can't fight no more. 
You don't want to fight anymore. Just go home, be with God, just forget it. But that's not what the Lord wants. He wants us to be strong in Him. He wants us to let Him help us. You know, He don't want us to try to do this on our own. You know, we don't recognize uh, when uh, these feelings of temptations come upon us because they, from Satan because he does it in such a way that you don't realize that it's him. You know, there's three voices. There's your voice, God's voice, and Satan's voice. And sometimes, you know, Satan is so subtle, but sometimes it's hard to distinguish where it's coming from. The Bible says that Satan even transforms himself into an angel of light, according to 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen. But the Bible tells us in 11, 22, Mark eleven twenty two, 22, it says you've got to have faith in God. You, we've got to have faith in Him. Saints, you have to make a decision to walk in faith. You can walk in faith or you can walk in fear. You can walk in doubt. You can walk in uh, fear, uh, depression. But you can walk in faith and you can resist the devil. And I don't stand up here and say that it is easy. I, I've been tempted off and on. We're all, we, we all get tempted off and on, sometimes every day for a while. But it's, maybe it's not every day, but sometimes, if you, you know, when it does start, it seems like it goes on and on and on, you know. Or you can give in to his lies, walk in depression and confusion. I had a choice. We all have decisions to make. We all have choices. I could have just chose to just kept on feeling and letting my soul be downcast and moping around. And, and, and you know, when, when you're in that state of mind and, and that state of thought, you can't operate. You can't function, even with little things. Because when you get that way, it takes all your desire. And it's a bad thing when you don't have any desire. I've been there before. Saints, you need your faith to be the strongest when those temptations are screaming at you to do something. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. You've been listening to author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, on today's edition of Speak the Word. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Generous contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back in just a moment. But first, we'd like to tell you about Pastor Joe's booklet on finances called Receiving God's Financial Miracle. What exactly does God have to do with your finances and why do so many Christians struggle to make ends meet? The Bible tells us from Philippians that God will supply every one of our needs. Pastor Joe will share her heart on how God is a generous God, even when we're in need. She'll also help warn of some false teachers from the church who lie and steal in the name of prosperity. In this booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, Pastor Joe will also help you align your words with God's Word, as that is the key to true blessing. Just ask for the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle by Pastor Joanne Ramsey, when you send a gift of any amount to Speak the Word Ministry. You can write to us at P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. 
Or call us and request the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, when you call 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. 855-505-2297. Or you can order the book by sending an email directly to Pastor Joe. Her email address is Pastor Joe. that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a closing prayer. Father, I thank you for the awesome privilege to use the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee in heaven, on earth, and under the earth must bow its knee. Hallelujah. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Father, I thank you that because of this privilege, we can speak to any sickness, any disease, and in the name of Jesus, it must bow its knee. In the name of Jesus, we can curse any disease and command it to die from the root up. Praise the Lord. According to Luke ten nineteen, we have been given authority here on this earth over all of our enemies. We have been made the victorious ones. Hallelujah. And no matter what comes our way, God, we thank you that you are faithful and that you will strengthen us to walk in faith and be the overcomers that you created us to be, to rule and reign over every trial that comes our way and keep Satan under our feet. In Jesus' name, amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word of God